Hey y'all, welcome back to Hot Topic where we're honest, open, and transparent. And this week's episode, we're going to be discussing the topic of free will. Um, free will for me and what uh, the definition that I have is, um, you know, God sets apart and gives us a plan even before we're... Even before we were formed in the in our mother's womb, he already had a plan and a destiny for our lives. And as life goes on, you make your own choices. You decide what you want to do. You decide if you're going to follow God. You decide if you're going to do your own thing. And life, um, your life choices, they will follow you, whether you make the right choice or the wrong choice. And regardless of what choice you make, God is going to be there um, every step of the way, whether you make, again, the wrong choice or the right choice. So that is my meaning of free will. I'm going to pass it on to Crystal so she can give her meaning of what free will means to her. Um, for me, free will has a lot to do with, like, if we're talking about your spirituality, it has to do with learning how to balance your life with the things that God has for you. So... In life, like, God has given you choices. And within those choices, like, you have to decide what you're willing to do for God and what are you willing to sacrifice Mm. for God. Mm -hmm. And in that decision comes free will. So your flesh is always going to want the opposite of what the spirit wants. Absolutely. So... A lot of the times we find ourselves in situations and circumstances and we're like, God, why why am I here? Mm-hmm. God, is this, you know, the devil got me this time. And a lot of the times we find ourselves in places because of the choices we made mm-hmm. thinking that God was going to bless it. Well, because... You decided to make a decision. You decided to make a choice in your life. You decided to take a certain path in your life. And you said, well, I think this is a good idea. You didn't consult God. Mm. So then because you didn't consult God and you thought it was a good idea, you already believed God was going to bless it. Wow. But God does not bless anything or is not in anything that you don't put him in Mm. and you can't start it off without God and then expect God to come right in the middle and things are messing up. Wow. And if, you know, when we talk about free will, the first thing that we can compare free will is in the garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve were in the garden and Eve had a choice. Yeah. She had a choice to either obey the what God had commended them to do, which was not to eat out of a tree, mm-hmm. or she was able to be deceived by the serpent, influenced by the serpent, to eat from the tree because of her curiosity. Mm-hmm. She decided to eat from the tree. And because of that, because she was freely enough to do that, that that causes consequences yeah so and that being said i'm gonna ask gladys a lot of the times have you ever found yourself in a place where you wanted something so bad 
ask God for it. He wasn't coming through. And you did your own thing. And <laughs> created your own path. Oh, Lord, you right up my alley. Um, I mean, even before you asked me, I was already going to talk about it. But, um, you know, I'm going to just be real. My marriage. I... God specifically said not to marry this man. And I made my own choice to still do it because like you said, I believe God was going to bless it because I wanted it so bad. And hold on, let's revert back to what you just said. You said God told you not to marry this person. Yes. How? Through someone specific that at the time I do believe was a prophetic voice. And told me not to marry this man. That if I was to marry this person, I would suffer in the long run. And did you believe this person? I did not believe this person because I was so stuck on what I wanted that I completely X'd out what God wanted for my life. But in the moment that you found yourself in, did you believe that's what God wanted for you? Absolutely. Because I was choosing to ignore all the red flags not only of this person but in my spiritual life so you ignoring saying that you completely ignored the person that told you that this person was Mm -hmm. not going to be in your life like looking back at it like how does that make you feel um at first i was pretty mad at myself i was pretty upset um disappointed that i disappointed god um but I had to get over it. I mm-hmm. had to understand that God was looking out for me. God was trying to divert me to the different path that he had for me and take me a different route. But I chose to stay in the route that I was in because I was so stuck on what I wanted. And that that that's hard to, to come back from, you right. know? It's... um. I don't know, the fact that God was always there, but to think about it now, like you said, I never tapped into my full blessing with God because I was with this person. This person held me back. And I'm not talking bad about this person at all. I'm just saying in general, like, whether it was him or someone else I would have married that wasn't for me, um, I never tapped into everything God had for me and still has for me. I'm just now tapping into what God had established for my life years ago. Right. So, I, it, in a sense, I, I wasted so much time. Yeah, I feel like doing something out of God's will that... Even if the... Because the Bible says, Delight in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. But we focus on the desires of the heart that he will give us but we don't focus on the first we don't delight in the lord we don't delight in the lord we, di- and- we delight in our pleasures yep and god's not gonna give you the desire of your heart that is not delightful to him mm. and he's not gonna give you something that does not glorify him correct or for example like you know you decided to get married because this is something that you wanted to do. You mm-hmm. know, you were eager to get married. You were eager to find someone. And, you know, it's honestly a lesson for those who also are eager. Yes. To, like, don't go out of your way and try to be God in your mm-hmm. life. To pick the man that you choose to want to be with. And then all of a sudden, 
you ask God, you know, God, this is the person I want to be with, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm getting married. I'm making a covenant before you. So that means you're going to bless it. <laughs> and God and God has to be in it. Yeah. Because of the covenant. Yes. But that does not mean that God is for it. God is for it. Yeah. And that does not mean that it will last. Mm-hmm. It does not mean that you're going to suffer because you decided to be God in your life, mm. you know? And sometimes we have a situation where, you know, like you said, like you found yourself or you chose who you want to be with, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes we find ourselves where, you know, God places, you know, two people together that can be relationship, that can be friendships, that can be, you know, platonic friendship, whatever the case may be. And, you know, God does, you know, join you guys together. You know, God brought you guys together. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you guys separate? Mm -hmm. What happens when something happens? A lot of the times people believe, well, you know, this was the enemy. Or, you know, maybe it's our season Mm -hmm. for separation. Yeah. And a lot of the times that's not the case. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times it has to do with the free will of someone. Yeah. And when I was thinking of this topic, one of the things that the Holy Spirit told me was that God will not override what you choose to do outside mm. of him. He's not going to stop you from doing what you want to do mm-hmm. if you are choosing to do it without him. Yeah. He's going to tell you, like, do what you want to do, you know, and it may be joyous now, but sometimes we so we think about what it is now, what we want right now, and we don't think about the future. Exactly. And we need to understand that God is a God of the future. He's not a God of the now. Or the past. Exactly. So... God attains everything that you went through in the past, mm-hmm. not even just you, but in your generation. Yeah. And he sees what where you are now mm-hmm. to take you where you're going to go later. Yeah. So that's why his plan may take longer. Mm. You know, his 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 purpose and his promises might take longer because He's not going to just give you something so then you can later on lose it. Right. He wants to give it to you so you can sustain it. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, everything you said, like, you hit it on the nail. Um, I think back a lot recently, obviously, because I just recently been divorced for, I think, a little over a year. But, um... As much as I got frustrated with myself that I chose to do my own thing, um, I am grateful that I did what I did because I wouldn't be the person I am today. There wouldn't be any growth in me. Right. And um, I think it took me longer to get to where I'm at now because I chose to go the other way. But um, I do believe God is going to compensate me for all the time I have lost and expedite my journey faster to reach what he has for me. Um, because, you know, there's work to do in the kingdom. Right. And I'm choosing, I finally chose to say yes to God fully. Mm-hmm. And I had to surrender my will. I had to surrender the things that I wanted. I had to surrender, 
you know, the desires that I wanted, the pleasures that I wanted to say, God, here I am, like I'm ready. Right. You know, and um, walking with Christ is, is not easy because you have to surrender your free will for his perfect will. Exactly. I don't want the, um, what's the word called? The um, permissive. Permissive, yes, thank you. I don't want the permissive will anymore. I want the perfect will of God. And that cons- that consists of you surrendering and sacrificing your life before God. That the things that you want, the things you desire, you can't have exactly. majority of times a lot of the times because god is saying no i have better for you leave that alone pick this up because this is what i have for you exactly and it takes a long a lot of the time pruning and refinement Mm. because it's like you said and i had to take a moment to just glorify god because of it you decided to get married and you were married for what five five years almost six years five six years And knowing in that time, like, you lost so much time. Not just because you enjoyed your marriage, you know, when you got married and things like that, regardless of what happened. But you lost spiritual time. Oh, my God, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. the physical time, we don't really acknowledge what we lost. But in the spiritual, when we talk about spiritual, we have lost so much time because... Those five years, you could have been so much further ahead than where you are now. Absolutely. And But what you had said was, you know, you believe that God is going to speed up your process. Mm-hmm. And that is the moment that I want to give God the glory because even when we mess up, mm. even when we decide to take our own path, mm-hmm. there is always a reroute. Yeah. And God's like, okay, you're ready. Let's go. You know, buckle up. Exactly. And we about to take that, off. <laughs> right. And during that reroute, it's like a GPS. Especially mm-hmm. like, you know, when you got those old ones and it takes forever <laughs> to reroute you. Yes. Sometimes it takes a long period of time for that reroute to happen because there's the process in that moment. Yeah. You know, he has to reroute your your mindset he has to heal you from every route your heart exactly oh my goodness yes so it takes a process but when you get to the place back into the road and the route that god ordained you to be in Mm -hmm. he's like all right i'm ready let's go you know and (laughs) i've been waiting for this moment (laughs) um one thing i wanted to ask or was because I was in the, unfortunately, in the um, midst of your divorce and everything that was happening, I remember when it was so hard for you to let go mm-hmm. of your divorce. But you knowing it wasn't of God. Like, sitting here and you're talking about it, you know, it literally, like, hit me at this moment. Like... <laughs> It's crazy to know that you, at a moment, knew that God was telling you to leave. When other people thought, like, no, God would never tell you that. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> um, God is telling you to leave. God is, t- is releasing you from this marriage. But you did not want to let go. Mm-hmm. Knowing that it wasn't from God. Like... 
how like <laughs> what walk is your question like walk <laughs> my thought process yes like walk me through to understand like you <laughs> knowing it's not of god you seeing what's going on but you're choosing to still fight in the aspect of like god i don't really want to let go you know like i think a lot of it had to do with um uh the fact that I, I i was in denial that my marriage was over i didn't regardless of how much hurt i went through i still thought about the good times mm-hmm. and the good times overpowered the bad times even though i had more bad times than good times and that it was hard to tell god god i, I don't i don't want to let him go i don't want to let my marriage go because what do i have to hold on to now you know, and I couldn't bypass my feelings. I couldn't bypass my train of thought. I also believe it, it It had to do with my soul tie with him. A lot of times you don't realize that the person that you're connected with, they, they do have a hold on you in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And I believe a, a, a lot of that was the soul tie right. that I, I couldn't let go. It wouldn't let me go. On top of that, you know, we shared um, a loss of a child together. And that I think that that was one of the biggest parts for me is we share something so I couldn't let that go at the fact that we were sharing something that that was good that we both wanted Mm -hmm. and it resulted in our divorce you know so I think there was a lot of components to it as to why I didn't want to let it go Mm -hmm. but I think when I fully surrendered to God and said your will not mine um that broke in the atmosphere and I was able to to allow God to fully heal my heart to say like okay it, it's time to move on it's time to move forward it's time to allow time to heal all things allow God to heal um all the areas not just part of my heart but the entire part of me I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> it does. I just wanted to, you know, give people some background. Because I'm sure you, you, I know you would get frustrated with me. I would because I've been in situations where, like, I know that it's not right. And I know that it's not right. You know, mm-hmm. like, I know that, you know, I shouldn't be doing this or whatever the case may be. And, it would be such a conviction in me and such a guilt in me that I continue to do it or I continue wanting it that I would like completely be like, all right, I'm not doing it anymore because I knew it wasn't right before Mm -hmm. God. I knew he was not pleased and I knew that this was not the will of God in my life, you know? So for someone to like, and I get it, like I understand it has to do with someone you know, that you're close with. But I've separated myself with so many people because I knew they were not for my life. Yeah. You know, and it was just, you know, like, you know, people um, are structured differently. People heal differently. People process things differently. So it was just more of an insight of, like, what, how did you handle that situation? Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to, like, you knowing clearly this is not something that God wants you to do. This is not his will. But you choosing to still hold on to it, you know? Yeah, I guess I had to see it from a perspective, like, from an outside perspective of everyone else seeing me, that 
this one thing that I couldn't let go of was literally taking me to my deathbed. Like, mm-hmm. I, it was literally killing me, yeah. inside and out. And so, it wasn't until, like, God slapped me a couple of times, be like, get, snap out of it, you know? Right. Like, this is not... I have better for you. I have bigger for you. I have... And it wasn't until God showed me that that I could be like, okay, like, if I fully let go and allow God to heal me, like, he does have better for me. And I'm just... A lot of times we hold on to things um, that it still delays our time. It still delays our process. Not knowing that the moment you let go of what you're holding on to, God already has your next for you. And the moment you surrender and say yes, God is like, all right, now I can give you what I really have for you. Right. You know? Um, I do believe, though, like, as you're saying that, I feel like, you know, our next and what God has for us, like... We really got to work for it. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, because God has to entrust in you. He has to trust you, yeah. To be able to sustain what he's going to give you, mm-hmm. what he has for you, you know? Like, First Peter chapter 2, verse 16 says, Live as free people, but don't use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Mm. Live as God's slaves. Wow. And a lot of the times, we use, you know, this, I have dominion over everything because I am the child of God. Mm -hmm. You know, and and necessarily, like, there are places and territories and dominions that God wants you to obtain. Mm -hmm. And there's things that are holy, and there are things that are not holy. Yeah. For example... Let's talk about secular music. Mm-hmm. So, Free Will says, I can listen to whatever music I want. Yeah. Because it's just music. Right. But we have to understand music is very powerful. Mm-hmm. In the spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. And this is why some people say you shouldn't just listen to any type of music. Yeah. And there's a, a big debate about that because why does it matter? Yeah. And the reason why it matters is because music enters your spirit. Mm-hmm. The instruments, the lyrics, whatever it is, it enters into your spirit and it speaks to your spirit. Have you ever just been sitting, like for example, in a restaurant and you hear a song and your body just starts moving? Because it gives you that motion. It in your influences sp- your spirit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why when you're listening to the these types of music that are talking about death and gangs and guns and sex yeah like drugs you begin to wonder why your spirit begins to get attracted to those Mm. things because all all your spirit is listening to is that that's all you're feeding it yeah exactly and then all of a sudden you're cussing because that is all you're giving your spirit. Yeah. And that's why when you're in the presence of God and you're listening to worship music, why does your spirit become so sensitive? Mm-hmm. Because it's a moment of a time of worship that yeah. your spirit is connecting with music with God. Yeah. And who is who was, you know, the angel of worship? Right. Satan. It was Satan. Mm-hmm. So why do you think music is a place of platform? For a spiritual attack. That's his territory. Yeah. (laughs) 
So a scripture that I want to read is in um, Proverbs 16, 9. And it says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Um, I mean, that's very straight to the point and simple that um, we plan what we want to do. We plan our day. We plan our daily lives. We plan each and everything that we're going to do. But at the end of the day, the Lord will direct your steps. You can plan anything you want to plan. You can say, God, I'm going to do this. God, I'm going to do that. But at the end of the day, God already has your steps ordered, your steps ordained. And whether you choose to follow God or not, one way or another, you're still going to end up on the same road you should have been on to begin with. Amen to that. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> so Galatians 5 verse, verses 16 through 17 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desire desires what is contrary to the Spirit and mm. the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want wow so it basically separates what it is from your will versus god's will Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of the times our will pleases our flesh it really doesn't please our spirit Mm -hmm. you know and that's why it's necessary for you to seek the presence of God for you to know and understand what the will of God in your life is. Mm-hmm. And when you it is necessary when you make decisions in your life, consult them with God. Anything. Any I mean, little thing. Any little going to school. What do you want to do for school? You know, um ministry work, like any job you want to enter into because you have to understand when you are called by God, when you are anointed, mm. you are when God places you somewhere, it's not for vain. Like he places you to obtain a territory, to obtain dominion, to be able to minister to people's lives. And if you place yourself in the wrong mm-hmm. place, there is an empty space in a job, at a school, at a business that you were supposed to obtain mm-hmm. for those people. Because there are people assigned in your life for you to save. Yeah. For you to capture. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important um, to be yourself. And this has, this has nothing to do with free will, but I'm just going to give you this nugget. Be Learn how to be you. And stop trying to fill in the shoes of somebody else. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to find comparison in somebody else. Stop trying to um, be or talk like somebody. Be like, well, you know, God, you use this person this way. Why can't you use me this way? Because God has a different course, a different plan, a different destiny for your life. And a lot of times we see our friends, our family members that you know god uses differently and we're like well god i want you to use me like that and god's like what i'm not gonna use you right now because you have a jealous spirit yeah so until you learn 
that I'm with you and that you are different and it's okay to be different and I'm going to use you differently. Right now, I'm going to hold you back from what I have for you, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's important for you to understand that when it comes to free will, free will is a permissive will, Mm. I believe, Mm -hmm. because you choose to do what you want to do. And God's just going to be like, all right, like, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. I can only bless you enough. Mm, that's the, that is, that's it. Enough. Enough. To, to get you by. To get you by. To, to, to acknowledge that I'm still there. Wow. But you will never obtain the full blessing. Yes. You will never enjoy the... Um, the joy that God has for your life. The full capacity of God. You, yeah, you'll never even enter or tap into the full capacity of your calling because you have been comfortable in that permissive will. Mm. And until you're like, okay, God, I, like she said, I surrender it all. Mm-hmm. I sacrifice it all. I'm dedicated to you like 100%, my whole life. 150%. <laughs> exactly. 150% that... Everything I do is ordained by you. Wow. That my steps are ordered by you, God. Mm. That my spirit is controlled by the Holy Spirit. That everything I speak is through your spirit. Mm. That everything I do is through your spirit. If you tell me to stop, I stop. If you tell me to speak, I Mm. speak. Because I am run by you. Yeah. You know, and it's nothing bad about that. It's not. And the thing is, we're like, well, you know, I don't want to be like imprisoned in the spirit or anything like that when you give yourself completely to god there is such a peace and a joy of life that you will never experience in a permissive will yeah you're always going to be frustrated you're always going to be confused you're always going to feel less than and you're always going to feel like there's a void of life because Mm -hmm. you're choosing to do what you want to do Listen, when you fully surrender to God and you choose God's perfect will, you are destined to move differently. You are destined to operate differently. You do not operate like everyone else. You do not think like everyone else. You do not walk like everyone else, talk like everyone else. No, you have been destined to be different. That is why you act, you know, that's that's why you act the way you act. You know, when you come to Christ and you fully surrender, you're not supposed to fit in. You're supposed to stand out. Right. You're supposed to shine. You're supposed to shine bright. You're supposed to be the light in the darkness to other people. So you fully surrendering to God, just know it might make you uncomfortable for a moment because you're not going to fit in. But that's for a greater purpose because you are designed to move differently. Yes, yes. So this is all we have for you guys on tonight with our episode of Free Will. Uh, We would love for you guys to listen to this, to share this. Please share your thoughts with us. Message us directly. Give us new topics to talk about. Obviously, we have our new Facebook page that you can follow and um, see us on there. We will post something every single day for you guys. Anything encouraging, we will post on there. So we appreciate you guys listening, and we'll catch you next time on Hot Topic.